0: Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign.
1: My name is Moss, I use z them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame.
2: My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling.
3: My name is Haz, I use they-them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he-him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard.
1: I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he-him pronouns.
0: Okay, so. Our heroes have made their way to the very centre of the world. They have spoken with the Druidic monks, who have a monastery on the island at the centre of the world, and by some persuasion, persuaded the monks to reveal their secret, which the party did not know until it was revealed to them. Is the Great Ascent, a long Thank you, Mel a long spiraling ramp into the depths of the earth. You've travelled down this ramp for You went for a few hours through the night, you fought some lava puppies, which Rill, unfortunately, was not able to tame, which was very sad. Took a rest to heal up from having fought some lava puppies. And about mid-afternoon the next day, the spire you'd been following, the column of rock that's been running down the centre of this staircase the whole way, Started to branch out like tree roots, and nestled among these roots, you found a door, which led to a place you were told was called the Ribcage. You were told this by an odd looking, pastel skinned elf named persilan who turned out to have originally travelled with Zuchette, the gnome who is trapped somewhere deep under the earth, in a magical prison keyed to the magical amulet that Trick has. And she explained to you a number of things regarding what Zuchet set out to do, what's at the bottom of this ramp, and the possibility that the world will end if someone does not complete the quest that Zuchette started. And as we were leaving off, you were meeting one of the other residents of the ribcage, who is a strangely ageless elf, with coppery skin and long green hair and green freckles, who bears a striking resemblance to an elven wizard of your acquaintance. I feel like that was our cue to react to that, but I don't feel like I wasn't prepared.
2: <laughs> um.
1: We were um, meeting the other people down here, weren't we, when we left off? You'd you'd well, the seen Dragonborn.
0: Se- yeah, you'd seen several of them in pass- You'd seen them in passing as they'd sort of come past or looked around corners to to observe the conversation. There are only uh, five of them here, so you have now seen at least all of them. Uh, you've been speaking with Persilan, who is the elf. Uh, what did the Drek- um? Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, you've met Drektha, who is a gnome and you have seen a half-elf and a dragonborn as well.
3: This eerily familiar-looking uh, person that has come to talk to us, what, what is the thing they just said that we're trying to react to?
0: I think it was something along the lines of, hello. Oh.
3: Um,
0: uh. it, was, it was a greeting. Um, I do not okay. remember exactly the words I said, but it, it wasn't... They did not drop any bombs on you. They, they were greeting you.
3: all right. All right.
0: And I will say he doesn't look identical to the other elven wizard of your acquaintance, just notably similar.
3: Similar. Right, okay. Oh, um, hello.
0: What brings you to our home? We don't get many visitors these days. Any days.
3: We're, we're traveling. Uh, we're looking for, for answers. So what kind of question? Perhaps we can help. Oh, see, don't leave this on my head, guys. You know my recall is awful.
0: So, Persilan is going to turn to him, um, and start speaking much more rapidly and fluently than Z can in Elvish, which is clearly not Z first language. Um, start speaking in in a, in a language, um. You've heard this spoken a couple of times. This is the same language that uh, Zushet speaks and that you've heard Purcellan speak with Dractha. Um so he's going to turn to this elf and uh, give him what you assume is a summary of the discussion you've been having. Um, absent magical intervention, none of you are going to be able to understand this conversation. Um, but I'd say you get the impression that, that it is a, a summary of what you've been talking about. And through the course of this, you see you know, one eyebrow goes up, and then the other eyebrow goes up. And then there is an expression of delighted relief, and he gives Purcellan a little hug. And then he pulls up a cushion and sort of joins your circle. Well, I, hmm, I'm a little surprised that any of the gods are getting involved in this again so soon, but I'm glad they are, because I'm glad you're working on it, that it, someone is working on it. I know Percelan's told you, the world, the, the cosmos is under threat as it stands. But none of us can be spared or, frankly, have the magical knowledge to do anything about the Plaguelands. So probably a limited amount of help we can give you. But if, you, if there is anything you can think of, please ask. Otherwise, you're welcome to stay, rest, share our food, and uh, we'll hope to see you again when you come back this way. But I am very glad to have to see you and to know that you're doing it.
1: I was wondering if you had any knowledge about this, um, about this ritual that apparently happened, or was trying to happen, that they were trying to do.
0: Sorry, which they? Uh, Which ritual, Mm -hmm. I mean? A hundred years ago, or much earlier? The doing or the undoing? Uh,
1: the the one from a hundred years ago.
0: Ah. I... I was or here.
1: Either, I suppose. If you have information on the other one, I'll, I'll take anything, really. But
0: I I only know what Pursolan has, has told me about the one more recently. I, I've been here the whole time. There were artifacts, um, enchanted items, that needed first a tuning in some way, and then taking to the center of the Plaguelands and used, here my knowledge is, is... it's not by kind of magic, but used to untangle that knot.
3: Yes, uh, that, uh, Suchette, uh, had one, went with others with them to our, our white forest to do something like that.
0: And none of them ever came back, yes.
3: Well, hopefully, we can get Zuchet back
1: at least. Do yes. you know what her? Um, know what her um, circlet did, or, or does? I mean, what up, was
0: its use? He looks up. Yeah, he looks up at Persilan, who says, "She had two. She had the magical. I mean, the important magical one, for the plague lands then she had another that she wore all the time that was for translating.
1: Right. So she has the translating one now, presumably.
0: I. Uh, she would have so, kept it with her.
1: Yes, but if she was trapped and she didn't have it on her, who knows where it could be now?
3: But well, that was, was only
0: an ordinary... Like like a ring or or a cloak of... of of armor, it, replaceable, expensive, but not unique. I mean, but the, the one that was
2: for the ritual, I think is the.
0: That one, she would have kept that with her too. I...
2: Mm. So the only question is whether it was, whether it is currently with her or not. Whether
0: it was stolen before yes. she was put in there.
3: Well, I suppose we'll find out.
0: But I I think you should speak with her cabal as well because they had more than one.
3: Oh yes, Fuchette I mean might
0: only have the one.
3: We're we're hopefully we're going to travel down to talk to her cabal and hopefully they'll be hopefully they'll be able to give us some help both in knowledge and possibly in freeing her. I hope so. Maynard's had some time to sort of uh, look at this. Uh, person. Did we do we get a name from him? I don't think anyone has asked. Okay, I'll I'll take that. What's your name by the way?
0: Oh I am Leharian.
3: I this might sound a bit of a strange question, but do you have any siblings or cousins?
0: His eyes go a little distant I did a long time ago but I have outlived them all. Cousins. (laughs) There's probably someone up there related, if you track the generations. Why do you ask? It's
3: it's just that we met someone who looks similar to you. I mean, I know a lot of people in the world looks similar, but um, I don't suppose the name Rothamir means anything to you? Roll me an insight check. Happy to. Fourteen. I would
0: say his poker face is not great. Um, but what, I think what you're seeing is he's having a complicated reaction to that. Yes. How do you know Rothamir?
3: We met her in the, in the white forest.
0: Little half smile. How's she doing?
3: It's hard to say she's not very forthcoming with information about herself. She seems alive, healthy. She didn't seem particularly ill or sad.
0: Are you good friends?
3: Maynard looks at the others. I wouldn't say that. Not good friends, no. Uh,
1: useful acquaintances. She's been helpful.
0: She sent you down here? Or did you figure this much out on your own?
3: It was Rothamir that sent us down here. Hmm. Told us not to mention that to the folks upstairs, though.
0: Hmm. Yes, they. Uh, there's a quarrel between them. Hmm. Yes, I know Rothamir. Yes, it's been quite some time since we've spoken. We have chosen different paths through the world. That's all
3: understood was she one of the original group that's trying to fix things
0: no <laughs> no 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 that was far too no they, they were all from from below uh, rotham was born in, in the white forest and uh,
3: mm-hmm.
0: she wasn't one of those who originally broke the world either
1: well that's some comfort to know i guess yeah that's good to um mark that question off of our list hmm.
0: Laharian very much has the look of someone who would like to excuse himself and go and have feelings in private.
1: I suppose we'd best be preparing ourselves to continue on our way down
3: then
0: hmm. you you are of course welcome to to rest here uh, overnight or 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 stay for a meal uh, we maintain a constant watch, Is not quite the word. It requires constant active attention from us to do our work here and, and keep things balanced. So if you'll forgive me, I will return uh, to that effort. And uh, that way Persa Len can, can be your host. Uh... Of
3: course. Sorry if we caused you upset.
0: No, you haven't. It's, it's been a long time, that's all. I hope you all travel safely. Thank you. And he will get back up to his feet and head back deeper into the uh, complex of rooms, um, which you haven't really explored, so you, you've only really seen a couple of chambers. Hersilan you all know the expression. Person has the expression of someone who has just been the third party to an awkward conversation. It's that face. The kind of slight shuffle on the chair to kind of, like, physically try and balance out the gap he left. I hope you will stay and eat. Uh, It's a long way down.
3: I'd be delighted. Anything's better than trail rations.
0: It's very kind of you. Thank you. So if you're willing to stay for, it's going to take them, you know, an hour or two to actually pull things together to, for it to be mealtime. They, they have clearly collectively got their own rhythm to the day that doesn't quite match up with yours. Not so much that it's, not so much that it's a standard day-night cycle slightly displaced from yours, but the, the nature of their cycle seems like it doesn't quite follow the same pattern. It's it's sort of hard to place yourselves in whatever passes for the the days of this place, uh, but there is plenty of tea and cushions to occupy your time. Um, Ursalan will hang out with you, and after an hour or two, um, there is a literal dinner gong. <laughs> Ursalan immediately brightens and. Um, lead you through to a slightly larger chamber. There is simple wooden furniture. There's a long table with benches on either side. And just the food is laid out down the center of the table and there's plates and everyone who has come to the meal, which isn't everyone, um, Leharian, as he said, isn't here and neither is the half-elf. Um, but there is, there is you guys. There is Percelan, there is Drekthar the gnome, and there is the Dragonborn, and you can all help yourselves to. It is unsurprisingly, possibly unsurprisingly, it is vegetarian food. Um, it has a distinct plainness to it, in that there's not a lot of spices and seasonings going on, but it is abundant and hot and filling, just. Kind of plain. I don't know if you wish to initiate any conversations over dinner.
1: Rill would like to sit next to the dragonborn and introduce himself and ask them so many questions.
2: (laughs) I would like to physically restrain (laughs) Rill. I feel like I I am proficient in um, insight. I feel like I can foresee the situation. I can foresee the circumstance happening.
0: Rill, are you trying to be subtle about your I desire will, to stay I the will dragonborn? bodily position myself <laughs> no. between you and the dragonborn. Okay, so Rill is making a beeline for the seat next to the dragonborn. I'm bigger. You are bigger. <laughs> I would like you both to just roll a d20. This is a I luck roll. Me. Roll a d20. <clears throat> Call out a 14. Oh, i mean, the How lucky the dragonborn is.
3: <laughs>
0: oh no. Okay, with a nat 1, the Dragonborn is sitting on the end of a bench, and Trick is now next to them. <laughs> I mean, will we uh, uh, we'll flicks else. the yeah. back
1: of Trick's ear as he slides, <laughs> <laughs> slides by. <laughs> he will instead pester everyone else with questions.
0: <laughs> what kind of questions? Uh, are they? Are you making social small talk? Are you asking... Things you uh, might want to get lore answers to, because I'm happy to provide them. Um, but I also feel like role playing out an entire dinner scene is going to be a little unnecessary. So... Yeah,
1: I think he's he's making like social small talk, but also trying to. Um, I think he'd like to try and figure out if he could get any information on how the people on the other. I don't know what we're calling this on the other side of the world. Um. Function like what does their culture look like? Do they, they know that we exist, which is more than we knew about them? So, what does that look like? Um, do they have governments? What's the flora and fauna like? Do they have you're gonna have to narrow this like, down, seasons. mate. I
0: cannot write all of it. Okay, <laughs> no,
1: it's fine. Just, think... any, anything you want to give us on lore on that area? No,
0: I, I, think, I think what I will do is I will say. That you spend like a good hour or so over dinner, asking just every question that pops into your head. Yes, <laughs> and sometimes your new friends are able to answer them, and sometimes they are just lacking in, you know, you ask things about. So how does the government work? And there's this kind of not knowing enough about y- your governments to like be able to usefully define the differences for you. Things like and also,
2: that. and also presumably, I think
0: we've established already that there are several governments in various places because it's a big place. Yeah, exactly. But we'll say you, you spend a good hour like having these conversations. And in future, should you need to have general knowledge of the world, <laughs> that may help you. Um, Thank you, Ben. <laughs> but I, I, I won't just like, reel off everything I've defined because we'll be here all day.
3: I have a question that's been bugging me since last session. Mm-hmm. If the sky is down, A, which way do plants grow? B, if you need to shade yourself from the sun, do you have an umbrella that you hold underneath you? How do sun hats work? <laughs> Wait, weren't the worlds <laughs> just stacked, not flipped?
0: The so Percelan, possibly because their Elvish is not great, um, struggled slightly in explaining this to you, Uh their companions are slightly better at languages, uh, although with, with similarly clearly not their first language accents. And director in particular, the gnome, sits forward on, on the bench, puts his hands on the table, and says, I have been up and I have been down, and up and down are always the same directions. We don't walk about on top of the land. We walk about beneath it. Ursuland looks a little confused and says, Or in caves. Yes, or in caves, but that's much less poetic, my dear. You can fall into the sky. Down is down. Yeah. It's very, very strange to have the sky above your head. Because I'm getting used to. Well, oh, got
3: used to it once. I suppose I can do
0: it again. How do you mean?
3: Well, I, I...
1: Well, sort of gestures to himself. Up underground, of course. I wasn't used to seeing the sky or the sun or... Well, especially not the sun.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, Yes! Yes, Liharion has mentioned the uh, underground elves. Sorry, I didn't recognize you. I thought you were, like, Percelan, you know, but... Um... Darker.
3: What, what do you mean?
1: It looks at Persilan, who is like pastel, right? But still clearly. Uh,
0: yeah, Persilan uh, is um, lilac. Right. Uh, so he has like lilac skin and blue tattoos of flowers up their arms. And, you know, Drow and, 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 Drow and Elves, Twilight Elves and Sunlight Elves, you look the same pretty much. Um, it is mostly a matter of skin colour and eye colour and sense of personal style if you had the features in monochrome they would be very similar just as, as Persilans in monochrome would be very similar
1: ah, okay yeah it really is just kind of uh, I guess surprised because most people just cock him immediately as a drow which is accurate so he's Well be surprised that that was not the Not the case here, I guess.
0: There's no elves like you below. Only like me. Not like Liharrion, either. None at all? There's only one kind of elf. My kind of elf.
1: Elf spends a minute trying to wrap his head around that.
0: You, You possibly realize in your cogitation that if there were any drow who lived that far down, you'd probably have heard about there being such a place, because yeah, we'll that makes sense. a single society in a fairly fundamental way. There could be
2: a separate society. Like, there could be of a yeah.
0: group of Drow who Which are themselves a separatist yeah. faction yeah. of L. Two moved underground. Yes, it is possible. However, you haven't heard of one.
1: Oh, fair enough. Thanks about that. Thanks. Uh, we would have heard something from them, surely. And then and then accepts it. <laughs>
0: As weird as it sounds, everything else here is bizarre. Why not that?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing here else really. It all makes as much sense as anything else we've heard of down here. So why not?
0: Leharian calls us Sky Elves. It's as good a name as any. Mm. Okay. Well, well, really, it's just having his world rocked.
1: <laughs> ben, would these be remind me that? um Wood Elves don't exist in this universe?
0: The, these are loosely or, uh, high elves, but it was, it was more... When I was defining it, I was like, I just don't want to deal with all these varieties of elves that imply an underlying law that isn't present. Right. So I've had okay. everyone set themselves up as, as Wood Elves, but it's really just that there are elves, at Drow, and you are now learning, another kind of elf.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: But yes, in, in appearance, there are Wood Elves and Dark Elves. And then these guys, who are pastel. Mm. Does anyone else have burning questions to raise? Is Trick having any kind of conversation <laughs> with the Dragonborn he is? they have so deftly protected from, uh, from Rill? I, I mean,
2: I'm not averse to, com- to polite conversation, but I felt like I should probably just be polite.
0: Okay, you're just making small talk. You're not digging into telling no, everything like about probably, you and your people and your world.
2: <laughs> I feel like we already really has that very much cornered, and um, yeah, yeah, I and feel I like if say... I were if I were in this situation, and they'd, I might at some point curiously inquire if humans have made it around, around below. I suppose because that's a thing that actually just came to, came into my head.
0: The Dragon one sitting next to you, uh, chews their mouthful of some kind of unfamiliar starchy vegetable. I've seen pictures. They weren't very mm. good pictures, though. Yeah, we're more, pretty mm, children's
3: books, you know. Hmm. We're a pretty broad spread up on the surface.
0: Mm.
3: Humans
1: get
0: everywhere. You you look more like gnomes than anyone, but gnomes
2: oh i suppose then no halflings below either Mm -mm. Mm. because that's what most people would draw the kinship with you know
3: and that's that that's that's
2: about the extent of my like inquisitive (laughs) (laughs) conversation because what i'm thinking is Mm -hmm. man if I was at this, if I was at this table, and what I, and I, one of the things that I would like, I would like the least, if I was trying to enjoy my nice meal and also keep the world spinning on its axis, maybe, um, would be this dragonborn, this dragonborn sat next to me, just asking me a constant barrage of questions about everything to do with all of humanity.
0: <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. And I will say, that might be um, I think i will jumping into the conversation sometimes when there's a, sure. a you know, a particular point of interest. Um, sure, sure. but you have saved like them from being monopolized by Rill <laughs> R- Rill has been covered in a broad way yeah. Rill, Rill can is be forced talk- to ask the table instead of yeah, this yeah. individual <laughs> all his
3: questions
2: <laughs> I suppose actually while I'm on, while I'm on that topic I might, I might inquire about dwarves
0: another head shake mm.
3: feels like there's not there's a lot us. of this overlap
0: points to themselves
3: mm. there's I always forget the names
0: Gnomes, like Drektha. There's like Persilan. and there's uh, it says a word none of you, none of you know. Who are? Uh, if I look like a lizard, they look like something furry. Mm. Well, I'm... Mm. I'm sure
2: we'll meet some, unless there aren't many that live around the axis.
0: Mm, lots. Them oh, and they're gonna... round the bottom. That's
2: good to know. Oh, we're not gonna get into any uh any trouble turning up immediately, are we?
0: Mm, get a lot of people staring at you.
2: Uh, I, I think we're prepared for that. You know, just in case we're gonna come down and um ooh which uh which gods do they worship down down by the axis, come to think of it.
0: We've not had a lot of visitors since the war. We've compared notes up and down. How do you mean? We think we know all the same gods,
2: right? But I mean, I mean but specifically since the
0: war, and they split up. I hear. Not sure.
2: Uh, you don't know, like I—I I just meant specifically down by the axis, but mm, weren't really We, we out haven't
0: yet. had a lot of visitors. Ah, uh,
3: all right. <laughs> Sorry.
0: No, that was just. Um...
3: Oh, that was a diegetic, sorry. That was, yeah. <laughs> right, sorry.
0: Um, that was a non diegetic, sorry. <laughs> they do know um... that the. Maybe not that we're up here. They know that you're up there. So they know this ramp exists. All ah, right. But nobody really climbs it because it's an awful long way to climb for nothing. All right.
2: All right. I feel like I've had I've had my fill of conversa- of, of, of taking the conversational initiative. I don't so want to. be they, uh, These the people clearly have the, important
0: jobs
1: The exit is a ramp. Then?
0: Well, you've been or, on a ramp all the way. It's not stairs.
1: Oh right, right.
0: Yeah. So the, the 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 extremely long ramp that you've been descending.
1: Oh no no no! Sorry, what I got from that was that there is like another ramp that leads up, which is where we would be coming out of here. Okay, so you, you have
0: not reached the bottom of the ramp. If you remember, the ramp yep. went past the door. Oh, okay. You have stepped into, like it. It you had a, you had a circular ramp, a spiral ramp, that was a consistent distance from the spire. When you saw it branch, the ramp also spread out, so it was going around something bigger in the center, which you are now inside. But the ramp continued past the door. It continued going down.
1: Oh, okay. I see. All right. And I should suppose after dinner we should um go in and and go and talk to the uh, Z- Zuchet's Cabal, perhaps.
2: If, if I recall, though, Why have we been
1: walking today. Actually, How late. Or we, I mean, we, no, well, you, do we? well, do we feel tired more than anything? We wouldn't be able to tell time.
3: You, As always we're
0: underground. It. We time it by castings of eight. <laughs> yes, you, you've got another two or three hours of travel left in you before you are going to feel like your calves and knees have done enough for the day. I think right. last time we were having
2: this conversation, we decided that we would stay and like rest, rest up, and yeah, it was and yeah,
0: yeah. The and, offer was extended. Um, um, it's up to you whether you uh, wish to sleep here or to continue your journey. They're not going to physically restrain you. We're mm-hmm. not in a desperate rush. I think we should probably stay okay while you are here, um, is anyone exploring? Yes,, mm-hmm.
3: yes, immediately. I think okay. Maynard would like to accompany Rill in an explore, if only to be a voice of caution
1: okay <laughs> listen you can't you can't bring a knowledge cleric a secret underground more underground area and does not let him expect him to wander off and, and snoop All
0: right, uh, you, you head off the pair of you to, to try and do some snooping and almost immediately you re- Drexler the gnome, Drexler has noticed you and has come along with you, just quite quite cheerfully joined you on your wander um He's not, like, giving you the tour because you haven't asked for one. He's just present, sort of appointed himself your chaperone. Um, it's not a huge place. Uh, it is a series of interconnected rooms, um, primarily on this same level, but there are some above and below, sort of nestled into what must be a kind of seed-shaped enclosure inside the spire itself as it has opened up at this central Mm -hmm. point uh it looks like they have um each got an individual sleeping room it's very small like it is there's a bed that's what there's room for they have a couple of storerooms um which contain things like seasoned wood and some cloth and rope and metal things like cooking utensils. Hardly any food in the storerooms. They also explaining why they have which you, you kind of go, "Where's all the food?" And then you go into the next mm. set of, of spaces, and, and they're, they are small, but heavily cultivated like narrow little half a foot wide paths between the plants so they can be tended. And a number of these plants clearly don't normally grow underground. They're not it's not just mushrooms down here. There's plants that need sunlight. Um but evidently being an extremely powerful druid has some perks in so far as underground cultivation goes. Because everything looks immensely healthy. Hmm. Big and lush and green and... Hey, it's kind of weird there's not a single bee down here pollinating them. I guess they handle that themselves.
1: Manual pollination's a thing.
0: Manual pollination is a thing. Just get down there with a paintbrush, it's fine. Real will not
1: wander into this room because he's mostly afraid of stepping on anything and he doesn't know much about plants. So he will just admire from the from the
0: doorway. Understood. That's probably for Be. the best.
2: Is the corn in the brown earth when it's growing?
0: And at the very center of this complex is the one room that Drektha, like actively discourages you from going into, which is it's just it's just another stone chamber like the rest of them, connecting on on several sides to other chambers, um, which. None of them have doors, by the way. The little sleeping rooms have like like bamboo um, matting as a, mm. as a kind of a curtain you can push aside, but no doors. And in but this room in the center, you can see it's the spire. It's the same spire that you saw, but instead of being you know, 10 foot across, most of that bulk has split and become the walls of this Tiny monastery. The 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 spire running down the centre here is you could put your hand around it.
3: Wow. Okay.
0: And sitting cross legged on the floor on on either side with their eyes closed, looking deep in meditation, is Liharian and the half elf. Who I don't think you ever got her name, Um, but it's Rayna. So you have Liharian and Rayna just sitting, meditating, the hands just resting on the floor beside them. And you, there's a, there's a weight in the air in this room. You can sense that there is something that they are doing something. They're not just sitting and thinking they are actively doing something, but it's, Beyond you to start to understand what it is they're doing, you just know that they have that they are engaged in some kind of activity that hangs, the sort of vibrates in the air very subtly. Jack, though, will encourage you to not disturb them.
1: Real uh, will will honour that and not poke his nose uh, into into this room.
0: And then you've really seen all of it. Because it's not a big place. You do Ray, notice... Ray, we stay out of trouble. <laughs> you stayed out of trouble. Uh, you do notice, even not being a big place, there are at least a dozen little sleeping rooms and only five people here. So at some uh-huh. point, you know, when it was created, presumably they were expecting more people, maybe had them. You don't know. But at the moment, there's a number of empty rooms.
1: Uh Drexor is, is with us, right? Yeah. If you don't mind my asking, what uh are you all going to do when there is even less people? Do you have um
0: I won't deny it, so
1: initiates anything anyone to keep us going?
0: We've fallen into a bit of a trap there. There's not enough of us to send anyone out recruiting we can't spare them we can't spare them for how long it would take or the risk that they wouldn't return
3: the folks upstairs not help with recruiting
0: they know we're here they're very protective of us which is nice of them but they mm, have a little too much of the religious about them if i'm honest Mm They tend to forget that we are still mortal. If you... <laughs> while, while you're on... While you're out there saving the world, if you do find any promising druids of a uh, particularly skilled degree, do send them our way. Personal person our newest, but it's not going to last... Um, how can I put this? When one is skilled enough in the path that I follow... They can gain an understanding of their own body and slow their aging, but not infinitely slow. The longer it took you to learn the trick, the shorter that additional time will be because it's you can't stretch out a year of life endlessly. You can make it longer. Ursulan and Efe... Only have so long left. Not this year, not next, but decades, probably. And with three of us, when they go, we will not be able to keep this place working. So, if you find anyone good enough to do that, send them our way. Don't suppose any of you want to stay and train. That much You're of a druid, I'm afraid. work.
2: Oh, ask me when Ember's home safe.
0: I will. Hmm. You get there is an utter sincerity to that, like he's he's absolutely going to ask you again.: I'm not sure what I think <laughs>
1: <laughs> We'll just have to find them some druids, so we don't have to I don't think Trick's wife would appreciate it I mean, I've
2: abused her patients a lot. That said, mm-hmm. I mean this I could do you know a
0: nice quiet retirement for the pair of you?
3: Oh.
2: Yeah. I mean, I suppose, I mean, Rev's nearly all grown up now, so, mm-hmm. save pair of hands, but, any, any, but anyway, I mean, there's, more to the point, I mean, there's there's a whole enclave of them up near, um.
1: Oh, there's a bunch of them in the White Forest, that's where we left Arvid.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, they're really north of the White Forest, really, when you think about it. Out by Halladir, oh. that's what I mean to say.
0: Under um, that. Check this, good job in again. Come to that, if you set the world, if you set the, the plague lands to right, didn't used to be as hard work down here, so, we could send someone to recruit, if that was fixed, be less urgent, you know. Mm. As it is, we need all hands all the time. Okay, so you you're gonna stay here and rest.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm.
0: Possibly because you're clearly travellers you know you've you've clearly got your camping gear and all of that with you um but you are not offered any of the spare sleeping cells even though there are several um you're more invited to make yourselves comfortable in one of the 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 sitting rooms similar to the place where you were having tea when you came here um kind of left to it um i would like to know if anyone is keeping a watch.
3: I wouldn't.
0: I mean, pretty safe
3: here. Yeah, I think Ember also feels pretty safe.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, Rill doesn't have to, you know, sleep or meditate for as long as the rest of the party, but I don't think even then he's keeping much of a watch, really.
0: Um, so, what we'll say then, is you will stick with Rill. And you are... You're probably sprawled out comfortably on some of the cushions just meditating just you know not unaware of your surroundings but in that place where that's all pretty distant and your limbs are heavy and you are semi-consciously going through your thoughts and your memories and setting your mind in order in the way that drow and elves do which means you are easier to rouse than your companions who are deeply asleep when that sense of that heavy hum in the air that you felt in the central chamber creeps back up on you and you, you know, open one eye to look. Mm -hmm. And there's a radiance, a blue-green shimmering light spilling into this chamber. From that central one
1: was it doing that
0: it was uh, not previously, when it was previously. And I? no it wasn't it didn't glow at all it was beautiful stone but it was just stone
1: right real is going to um like creep towards it is mm-hmm. is there anybody else around i mean the party but they're all asleep or any of the others around
0: so you, you make your short journey through you know a couple of chambers And you're keeping an eye out, and you don't see anyone until you're looking through into the central chamber. And then you can see all five of them who are currently sitting or standing with that same intense concentration in their faces around the central spire, which is bright with light. Nobody moves and nobody speaks, but you can feel. The effort between them all, and it lasts only a minute, maybe two. And then the radiance fades and the druids relax some of that deep effort. And you have witnessed some kind of changing of the guard, some kind of changing of shifts. You recognise the light you've just seen. You realise that that is the same way the spire lit up at noon and at midnight when you were in the monastery above. Oh, okay. And having done whatever they were doing, having dropped back to just the maintenance that they're doing all the time, three of them open their eyes and shake out their muscles. And start going their separate ways, you see uh, Liharrion bend down to kiss Drektha, who takes over, sitting by the spire, this time with Effa, the dragonborn. And they continue to meditate and work, and the other three go their ways, and the light is gone.
3: Okay. he's going to uh, make his
1: way back to the rest of the party. Not um, not sneaking exactly, but trying to be quiet.
0: Just not not interrupting anything.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, that's fine. No um, you feel like you have probably been seen, but nobody comes over to object. It didn't like seem like anything. they were keeping it secret. Just like they were working hard. Right.
1: Yeah. Did it didn't look like anything? Changed in the spire? I mean, that we could see?
0: Not Besides that the glowing, see. obviously. Was... No, it, there was that light, but nothing nothing dramatic apart from that. Nothing visible.
3: Okay. I don't know if we'll, um
1: He's definitely not uh, inclined towards the druidic side of things. I don't know if he'd know enough... Try and figure out if something else was happening. So I think he's just going to leave oh, well, it you, and. You, um... could, you
0: could roll, um. be a guess a nature check. Okay. Which I know is not your strong suit, but you could give it a go. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, he's not terrible at it. Except he rolled badly. Um, so that's a five.
0: Dead mysterious, all of that was.
1: Yeah. Alright. He's, uh He's just going to finish out his meditation and, um,. He wasn't writing things down as he was asking questions during like dinner uh, or during the day mostly so he's going to spend <laughs> quite a bit of time um Spent his four hours is...
0: just taking notes
1: <laughs> yes just the scribbling down notes about things
0: to be honest i'm very proud of his forbearance in not taking notes during dinner
1: well you know they uh they they discourage that at the um
0: at the it's bad table matters
1: <laughs> Yeah it's bad table members. that matters Oh Good yeah plan. he's he's definitely going to tell The rest of the party about The glowing um, But everybody wakes up So
0: <laughs> and, and you do all wake up on your usual Schedules having had A decent night's rest There's probably another collective meal um, At around the time You're kind of feeling like It's breakfast time Um it is notably very similar to the previous meal. Like, you, based on the food, it's not identical food. But you definitely can't divide it up into, oh, that was dinner time food and this is breakfast time food. It's all just kind of food. Right. Very similar it vibe. makes sense.
1: Considering it? what they have available.
0: Yeah, but also, and you can probably work this out. Um, well, although you did roll a five. No, never mind. Yeah, so it's it's notable not just that it's the same kind, but it's about the same amount. I would say, and addressed with about the same level of enthusiasm by the druids. And once you have eaten, you are free to uh, say any goodbyes you particularly wish to say, and make your way back onto the great ascent ramp.
1: Oh, um, I want to ask if there's anything to look out for when we get near the cabal. I mean was saying do they live in the same sort of uh, building type structure as as these people do?
2: What? No, the cab- the cabal live yeah. on the underside.
1: Oh, okay. I thought they were down like here. We've somewhere. been over this so
2: much.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> The way like... they were talking about it made me think that the cabal live down here somewhere. No. Oh, So ignore that question. Sorry. Let's continue. <laughs> okay.
0: You have this conversation instead, and then you continue.
2: Feels like about ninety minutes on the board. Oh no, it's um, less that, Sorry, it's a a little
0: less. I'm going to get you to the.
2: That is reasonable.
0: To the bottom, I think, and then we'll because that seems like a nice bookend. Yeah. So you make your way back out onto the spiraling ramp, and you notice this before you first opened the door to the ribcage. From this point onwards, going down. The walls have all of that writing on them in several languages on both walls, just these long lines of text along the length of the wall. So it's like a stack and you can read it as you go down, if you could read it or possibly as you come up, it's honestly unclear which direction this writing is going, but it forms a long text that follows the spiral of the ramp. Above it was an abstract decoration but coming downwards it's text. The floor continues to have that two level split for tall people and short people which you now realize is not humans and halflings it's dragonborn and gnomes which is wild to think about but it is substantially the same structure as you were following all of yesterday. It quickly narrows in. When, once you get below the two or three floors of the ribcage, it narrows back to a simple spiral around a 10 foot column of blue green rock, which you can see every so often as there's like a viewing chamber. And the rest of the time, you're just traveling down your knees and your ankles. And your hips are like, can we just walk on the level, just, just for a little bit, just a little bit? But alas, you cannot, because it is a downward ramp. You pass once again through, I mean, you are walking for probably four hours, five or six maybe, through just solid rock, before you'd noticed that it had gotten a lot warmer as you were coming down. And as you were continuing for the first few hours, it's still warm, and then it starts to cool off. And then after about five or six hours, for the first time since you left the ribcage, this ramp is once again passing through an open natural cavern. And the outer walls of this sloping corridor, in essence, of, of the outer walls of this structure have been carved into openings and windows so that you can see the cavern that you're passing through, although it is still separate from you. You go a bit lower, further, there's another one, and then another one, and this one has some underground life in it. You can see mushrooms and little glowing spots moving on the walls that are presumably some kind of worm or grub. You pass a place where there is muck on the stairs, very recognizably guano from you guess bats or something that can come in through these carved openings but you don't meet anything that wants to attack you and after a full day's travel so you're expecting it based on your bodily rhythms you're like great it's like tea time it's like 4 or 5 p.m. and you start to when you start to see light Just the grey edge of light filtering up the ramp. You get very excited. Like, it's finally, we've reached the bottom, we get to go outside. But it's not the golden light of late afternoon in the summer. This is a thin, grey, pale light. This is a dawn light. Filtered through winter cloud. And when you reach the bottom of the ramp, you have to stop because the stone gives way to an open tangle of thick tree roots, grey brown bark dripping with morning dew and hung with cloud. And the trunk of the tree f- falls away beneath you toward the sky. Pick up there.
3: <laughs> wow.
0: Would you all like to level up as well?
3: Yay! Yeah! I love leveling up. Yes.
0: You've been listening to Come Out and Play, an all trans real play podcast. We'd like to thank our generous patrons for making this possible, especially our £20 and up patrons, Alexandria. To join them and get early access to our bonus episodes, check us out at patreon.com coapcast. You can find all our free episodes at comeoutandplay.games or wherever you get your podcasts. Our heroes have made their way to the island in the lake in the continent in the sea in the centre of the world. Where some skeletons live.